Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the Podtrack survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter at Frugal Snobs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com/frugalsnobs. And now on to the episode. Hey everybody, Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. I brought Chris with me. Say hello. Hello. And welcome to episode 140 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. That doesn't work out very well, does it? No. No. I, I can't can't copy the rest of Ramble guys. <laughs> Ollie Davis has it done, you know, so well and down to his science. Anyway, welcome to episode 140 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. As always, as I said, I brought Chris with me. So. This week, uh, we're heading into April 2019, and Christina, you're going to be busy. We're about ready to start the marathon. The con season is upon us. Yes. That's, Six in a row. That's right. So, um, we're going to be talking about that as part of the episode. We're also going to be talking about living well, choosing well, eating well, and uh, just some general haberdashery. Uh, we're going to be on the road uh, throughout the month of April as well, folks, so... We'll probably be recording from the road, kind of better capturing Christina's con experience, uh, you know, successes, that sort of thing. And uh, you actually just uh, finished up the four-state Comic-Con yes, last, last week. weekend, yes. um, March 23rd and 24th. And as we record this, folks, by the way, today is Saturday, March 30th, 2019. So um, you basically had a pretty decent con showing at the four-state. Yeah. Uh, you sold some books, you sold some art, um, and you also got in your holograms, which were awesome. Yes. Uh, so your hologram art is now available. But, Audiobooks are on the way. That's right. But your hologram art actually is catching on, so that's pretty good. Yeah. So you sold some books, sold some art. Um, we did see a Blues Brother carrying a Voltron. Yes. That was kind of cool. His table was right across from mine. It's weird. <laughs> what if he was Jake or Elwood? <laughs> Jake. Really? I talked to him. No, Really? He's like, no, I am specifically Jake Blues. He actually has a partner that does Elwood. Does Elwood? Yeah. Oh, they were out. They had something else going on there at another event. I love So they had a split. Love the Blues Brothers. Awesome. So he is Jake. Yes. Okay, so we saw Jake Blues carrying <laughs> Voltron into the four-state Comic-Con venue at Hager Hall. Yes. That's so cool. I'm sorry. Wait, there's Blues Brother carrying a Voltron. Like, what? That's like saying there's a unicorn high-fiving a Tyrannosaurus Rex in outer space. Yeah. Okay, same thing. So, that was kind of cool. So, I always make fun of your cons, though, Christina, but I have to admit that was kind of neat. You geek out. Thinking, like, like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, Voltron, what about, like, all the Transformers and stuff like that, and Optimus Prime, and, ugh. Ugh. Anyway, you sold some books, you sold some art. Yes. And you were also interviewed as part of another podcast as well. I'm working on getting the audio uh, from that discussion, Christina, that you had. Yes. And that interview that you had. Um, so th th it's been really cool. Um, we've been really busy, but we always like to bring folks uh, an entertaining and educational podcast. So uh, we're going to be talking about some reviews here as well, either uh, toward the end of the episode, so stick around for that. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it a little bit more. So basically the format this week, we're going to talk about some of our free stuff, cheap stuff, um, as always, and then also talk about our topic, which is, of course, being well, uh, eating well, that sort of thing, and eating healthy. 
Um, and also how to eat on the road, uh, given that, Christina, you have, again, six events coming up, you know, back to back. So we're going to kind of talk about what we plan to do in terms of eating well on the road. Yes. And then at the tail end of the episode, folks, stick around. We have a few reviews um, that we're going to be adding to the end of this particular episode, including the Folgers 1850 coffee and a review from a recent trip to our local McDonald's restaurant. So and the other videos are online on YouTube. Yes. Yes, thank you for reminding me of that. There are now four additional videos now online on the YouTube channel. If you haven't checked it out, folks, please do go and check out the uh, YouTube channel. Probably your best way to get there is either, of course, searching directly on YouTube or just going to videos. That's V-I-D-E-O-S.frugalsnobs.com. We'll take you to the channel. As I said, subscribe while you're there. It helps us out. And also, of course, like, share, comment, all that good stuff, too. So it does help. Um, basically, the reviews that are also now out there... Um, Basically, we re, we basically recount our trip to our local 7-Eleven for pizza uh, for 50-cent pizza slice day on Pi Day. Um, we also have reviews for a few beers as well. The 90-Minute IPA, uh, that particular review is out there. Uh, also, the Secret Admirer is out there, and I believe I mentioned in the last episode. The Malibu Nights IPA from Champion Brewing is also double. on YouTube. It's a double IPA. It's an Imperial IPA. And then also the Hot Tub Scholarship <laughs> <laughs> IPA is also um, out there. Actually, I, I take that back. It, I believe that is a German Hollis dark lager. I yes. Believe. So, um, again, drink a lot of dark beer, folks. So uh, a number of videos are out there. I will be adding more videos, of course, to the channel. We Our channel's been busy. We have a lot of stuff going on, on the YouTube channel, but we're hoping it's entertaining and that it's also insightful for everybody. So, all right. So that's the videos. So can we get into our free stuff, cheap stuff? Yes. All right. So basically free cheap stuff, folks. I mean, we've been picking up stuff right and left. Um, Christina had some free sandwich coupons from our local McDonald's. That's also what facilitated the review that you'll hear coming up at the end of the episode. And also it's available on YouTube uh, very soon. So probably within the next week. We'll have uh, the reviews uh, online on YouTube that you hear toward the end in terms of the episode ending and the audio files that you're going to hear at the end. So stick around for those reviews. Um, so free cheap stuff. We're not really going to talk about free stuff as much as we are cheap stuff. Yes. Let's also remind people before we get into the cheap stuff for the points for pies. So we found a caveat in the points for pies oh. program, folks. So Domino's points for pies. We've been talking about it on this on this uh, podcast for the past couple of episodes. So, we found a way to get around it as well. So, uh, as always, you know, we always look for free or cheap uh, gets or wins for folks, right? So, one of them was, or so we thought, the Domino's Points for Pies program. So, as always, you know, we always, like I said, look for free, cheap things or just good things for folks. So, Points for Pies. So, a couple of weeks ago, we were wrapping up our points on a free pizza, which we plan on using at Steel City Con yes. in April. By the way, dates April 12th through 14th. Christina will be there in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. We'll get to that. So we're wrapping up our points. Uh, Christina, you took a, an image, as always required, mm-hmm. uh, of a pizza. And basically, you were then given an alert back in the app stating that you can only earn up to 60 points yeah. on a given account. So really, folks, if you have one Domino's account with the app on one device, you're only going to be able to earn points for up to one free pizza, which is 60 points. The program ends on April 28th. So our way of getting through this is I created my own account, and we started to also accrue points there as well. So just as a caveat, the Domino's Points for Pies program, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but what I am saying is that you will only be able to accrue 60 points 
between now and April 28th. So in other words, you cannot accrue points for the entire period of the program as we initially thought. You can only accrue points for up to 60 points or one free pizza. Is that fair? Yes. Alert for everybody. Little uh, little public service announcement, little yeah. PSA. Yes. So just as a, a, a comment there, folks, so the way to get around that, other device, other person. So that's what we're doing. Yes. So we're on our way to our next free pizza. Yes. But we are using one of our pizzas at Steel City Con this season. And we'll use that as a free yes, pizza. Yes, that's 10 points toward our next free pizza. Give us some yeah. free stuff. Yes. So, all right, points for pies. Uh, other cheap things going on in our universe. Yesterday, Christina, you had huge wins at the grocery store. Oh, massive. So, uh, at our lo- at one of our local grocery stores, Christina, you had gone there to pick up certain things. We always have a plan going to the grocery store, as we've said to folks before on this show. Always have a plan for stuff. But you didn't plan for the clearance items. No. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> so, you picked up a, quite a few clearance items. WD-40 for your for uh, a uh, squeaky hinge on one of your car doors. Yeah. Um, and then other squeaky things around the, uh, the studio and stuff like that that we need to take care of. Buck. Yeah. Right, one dollar US. Um, also, you were kind enough to pick up for me, uh, well, on my tab, but f- on my behalf, a bag of Folgers 1850 coffee, 12 ounce bag for $3. Again, the review is coming up the tail end of this episode in terms of the audio, folks, so stick around for that. Um, and then also Almond Joys. Mm-hmm. King sized Almond Joys. I love Almond Joys. I do. <laughs> so. I was happy for the king size almond joys. What else did you pick up from the clearance section? Is that it? Yeah, that that feels right because I mean, what I wanted was like not worth it. That's right. You wanted some small snack items for the con season, yeah. And just based on the ounce count sizing, it wasn't worth it. No. So get this, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have to comment on this. The cheesecake. Oh. So, at the same grocery store, that grocery store will remain nameless, okay, for this episode. But we saw in the circular for this grocery store on Thursday that cheesecakes. Now, listen. Cheesecakes. In other words, the belief is it's an entire cheesecake. Yeah. The colossal. The colossal cheesecake. cheesecake. That's even more deceptive when we get to our point here. The Colossal Cheesecake was being advertised in the circular for this grocery store, which will remain nameless, for $4. That's a good deal. A Colossal Cheesecake. Again, you're thinking it's a full-size, oversized, generous cheesecake. And the most deceptive part of, whenever I was looking at the ad, Mm -hmm. had pictured a whole cheesecake. So, Christina, that was also part of your planned set of items to buy yesterday at the yes. grocery store. We thought we'd be a little sinful and enjoy cheesecake. We like cheesecake. I got some strawberries. Come on. True. And you can have it with cheesecake. So you go to get your cheesecake and you're thinking, I'm going to get this cheesecake. $4. Great deal. Picking one up. You get to the section where the cheesecake is located and what happens? It's cheesecake slices. Colossal cheesecake slices. That is not part. Of, was not part of the ad. Not as no. advertised. I'm like, no, 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 no. Your ad says four bucks for colossal cheesecake. It does not say four dollars for a colossal cheesecake slice. Yeah, and it probably wasn't even colossal to begin with. To me, colossal slice is like a slice and a half. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, that was a buzz kill. So just be careful. False advertising, folks. Uh, yeah. And also be careful whenever you are... Fake lo- news. That's what that was. That was fake news. Really and make good. sure that you look at the exact store online that you're going to be shopping at mm-hmm. to make sure you get the correct deals, because we recently found that out with other things. That's true. With, with other grocery store chains, which will also remain nameless, 
uh, the circulars tend to promote certain items, but like Christina said, only at certain locations. And we've also seen instances where prices are different. Exactly. At different For even like regular priced items. Like, wait a minute, why is this 20 cents more if I go here? But a store from the same chain has this item for cheaper. And it's only a mile down the road. Exactly. Like, so, really? Especially if you live in a, in a large city, folks. Um, typically in rural areas, you have fewer grocery stores from chains that serve a larger area. So it's not really as much of a... Of a of a uh, concern, I guess. But when you have a saturated market where you have multiple stores and multiple stores of the same chain equidistant from you. I used a lot of, used a lot of big words, didn't I? <laughs> saturated market, equidistant. Basically, if you live in a crowded area where you have stores that are equally as far from you. How's that? Is that better? Yes. <laughs> They're equally as far from you and equally as much of a pain in the tail to get to, especially if you live in a big city. Um, evaluate. Definitely evaluate, and you should also evaluate, we should bring this up too, that a lot of times you're going to see what I'm going to call product wars. So you're going to see a lot of stores, especially in large cities, where they have the exact same product on sale at the exact same time exactly. as a competitor. Or, 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 it's on sale at one store one weekend, it's on sale at the next store the other weekend. Yes. The same exact product. Yes. Yes. We've had those problems. Yes, like, we have. Like, I can't believe we bought this. We could have waited a week, and it would have been like half the price. Yeah. Or, or it's like, oh, I, I missed it at a jo- I missed it at this store this week. I get it at the store this week. So it's like, no worries, we'll get it at the same price. So a way to offset that, we did this with barbecue sauce, if you recall. Yes. So one store had barbecue sauce on sale for a given price, right? Yeah. So we bought, I think, five bottles. We go yes. through some barbecue sauce, folks, because we add it to pasta sauce. We make our own sauces with meatballs. it. Meatballs. We make meatballs with it. We make sloppy Joe with it. And by the way, if you're in the international audience, welcome. Uh, also, Franks. yep. If you're not familiar with what Sloppy Joe is, you can look it up online. Essentially, loose ground beef or turkey. We usually we do both with uh, some seasonings, vegetables, and sauce. Okay, uh, pretty good definition. Yeah, Sloppy Joe. Put it on a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, put it on a, on a nice bun, or put it on hot dogs. It's really good. It's like a chili substitute oh, yeah. on chili dogs. So anyway, um, we use barbecue sauce for a number of uh, activities, right? In terms of cooking, so. We bought five bottles of barbecue sauce. The next week, barbecue sauce was also on sale for cheaper at another store. Different brand. Exactly. And here's how we got around that. Not only is it a different brand, but we got different flavorings. Yes. It's like, all right, well, we paid a little bit more for these five, but we can at least make up for it by buying five bottles at this store, but for different flavors. So it's like, all right, well, it's not a huge deal. You balance it out, you still save money, right? So anyway, that's our, that's our gripe. And I was going to say, just for the barbecue sauces that I picked up yesterday, they're normally $2.50 a bottle. And what'd you get for a buck? Yes. Nice. That just shows you the markup. Nice. So you got them for 60% off. <laughs> I think groceries are a racket. It, I really do. Nothing on top of the 50 cent bottles of uh, barbecue that I got that one time. Yes. So a couple of years ago, folks, to, to basically recount the story here. Christina had gone into a local grocery store. I was outside listening to a podcast, and she had gone in to buy barbecue sauce. And she comes out, and she's like, I spent more than what I wanted. I'm like, oh, man. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) So, inside joke, folks. By the way, if you have an Alexa assistant, fire her. Say, Alexa, you're fired, and you'll get an interesting response. Yes. And hence the, oh, man. Or the back to the future. Yes, yes. Great Scott. Anyway, so Christina comes back and says, I spent more than what I wanted. I'm thinking, oh, man, you know, we, we always have a plan, right? And you're like, but I spent a little more but got like three times the amount, so don't be mad at me. 
<laughs> I sent her in for four bottles of barbecue sauce, I think at 50 cents a pop. You ended up spending four bucks, but ended up getting, like, what, eight bottles of barbecue sauce instead? No, you were you sent me in for 75-cent bottles of barbecue. Oh, okay. And then I, and you're like, I'm going to get four. And I'm like, well, I spent eight. I'm like, what? Well, I spent, no, I spent four dollars like, and what? got eight versus... Oh, oh, okay. Also, watch your ounce counts as well, folks, um, yeah. on things like barbecue sauce. Um, that's one thing we had to look for and be careful with is the ounce counts are also very important. So... At least also on the good side with the barbecue sauce, and we'll get off the topic because we're really talking a lot about barbecue sauce. Probably because we're hungry. But it's also, it's, <laughs> barbecue sauce is a pivotal American staple. Yeah. It is. You put it on ribs, chicken, and steaks, and pork chops. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> All right. So um, I've also added like little drops of barbecue sauce into plain popcorn. And rice. It's pretty. It's also good on rice and pasta, too. Yes. Yeah. Substitute for pasta sauce. Anyway. So back to the barbecue sauce. Um, we were able to pick up at least a, a, an outside brand, Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah. Which I don't think I was familiar with in terms of in, in, in Florida when I was still there. So it might be a regional thing. Um, you may also be able to gain some benefits by getting localized brands or regional brands over national brands. Right? So just wanted to point that out. Okay. Can we please move on from the barbecue sauce? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> free cheap things. Got those out of the way. Let's go ahead and talk about our topic, and we'll wrap up on uh, our adventure coming up for the next, uh, what, six weeks? Yeah. Oh, man. A month and a half of on-the-road events. And you're also being at, you've also been added to another event in June. Yes, I was invited to it. Yes. So, <laughs> we're going to be busy. I'm All not right. seeking them out. They're seeking me out now. That's good. See, you have fans now. Yes. That's right. You're, you, you are working harder than an independent wrestler. Woo! You, woo! <laughs> You are booking yourself all over the place. Booking yeah. the territory. Booking the territory. Yeah. So, because who, if you don't book yourself, who will? No one. It's like, who, who, if you don't advocate for your career, who will? If you don't, if you don't market yourself, who will? Exactly. Nobody. So, anyway. Um, so, on to the topic. So, our trip to our local McDonald's this week, actually several trips because of these free sandwich coupons you received. And uh, when I mean you, I mean Christina. Uh, we're talking to each other while we record the podcast episode. Um, so it kind of inspired us to have a, another healthy eating episode. Uh, we did a few episodes, I think a three-part series, this, that, or the other. Comparing foods. Yes, but at this point, now we're discussing how to, if you are forced to go to a fast food restaurant uh, that you don't typically go to or eat a fast food oriented diet or a, a fast casual diet or a convenient diet. Or if you're just because you're traveling for work. That's what I mean, is that if you're forced to have a convenience diet, kind of how you can do that. Yeah. Right? And then do that both affordably and also in a healthy way. So it's a little bit of a different slant on a similar topic we've covered before. So if you haven't done so already, folks, go back and check out the episodes on this, that, or the other. It's a three-part series um, for the podcast. So, and of course, on your podcatcher or your network of choice, subscribe. Helps us out. Okay. So, um, our trip to our local McDonald's uh, kind of inspired us to talk about this, and especially with your six events coming up. <laughs> I just I just sigh over that six weeks, month I'm and a half. Yeah, I'm nonstop. So, um, we decided that we would uh, head to our local McDonald's restaurant to, to take advantage of these free sandwiches. So, as part of that effort, Christina, you picked up a few McChicken sandwiches, right? Yes. So just the standard $1.29 U.S., at least in our area, uh, chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Right? And typically the sandwich comes with mayonnaise and lettuce. You decided to forego the lettuce and the mayo. I never get mayo. And looking at the, the, the calorie count and the protein count, 
we discovered something pretty interesting, and we'll also extend this to the quarter pounder with cheese that I also had with bacon. So, uh, looking at the calorie counts, by taking off the mayonnaise and the lettuce off of your McChicken sandwich, um, you don't sacrifice any protein. You still get the 15 grams, but you do shed 150 calories. Yeah, I shed the 150 calories, and I shed one gram of protein. Oh, okay. One gram oh, is okay. nothing to worry about. Okay. But, uh, so that trade-off is decent. Oh, yeah. hundred. That, that's, okay. So let me, actually, no, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Because um, I didn't mention this in the review uh, that's going to be available on YouTube at the end of this uh, episode. Um, but 150 calories is roughly one uh, Budweiser beer, original, of course, draft uh, beer, or should I say canned 12-ounce serving, or one Coors Banquet beer is 150 calories. So by taking out the mayo... You took out basically a twelve ounce beer. But here's here's the best part. By shaving off the mayo. I mean you don't drink beer, I'm just saying. Anyway, go ahead. I cut the fat calories in half. Wow. Oh yes, calories from fat. Yes. Right, I not just calories, but calories from fat. I cut that in half. Just by taking off the mayonnaise? Yes. On one sandwich. And yes. So and, and folks, okay, I'm gonna say this and I'm not trying to say anything negative about females or Christina or anything else. Christina, when you get hungry, you get hungry. You had three McChickens. Well, we didn't really eat all day. That's true, because we were busy all day. Yeah. So we were catching up. And three McChickens, not a big deal. I mean, if it makes it, if it makes you feel any better, I had three quarter pounders yesterday. <laughs> so. I was going to say, the three McChickens without mayo, three, uh, with 300 calories a piece, 900 calories. You cut out? No. Or you took in? I took in. Okay. Whew. But with, if I would have done it with the mayo. That's right. Without the mayo, it's 450 per, right? Or yes. with the mayo, it's 450 per. Yes. So that would have been 1350. Gotcha. So, alone, sorry, I'm just talking really fast. It's the coffee. It's the 1850 I'm drinking right now. Um, that's 450 calories you cut across three sandwiches. Yes. That's almost an entire sandwich on its own. Yes, two sandwiches with mayo equivocates in caloric intake the same as three plain. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. And you get more protein by having three plain sandwiches. Exactly. So, that, that's just a tip for everybody. And we'll, we'll get to more tips as well. But that's a good point that you make, that... If you are going with a convenience diet mm -hmm. on the road, or if you're expensing, I know a lot of people travel on expenses, folks. Trust me, <laughs> I'll do it too. Um, uh, basically, a lot of folks do a really a small breakfast, muffins, donuts, granola bars, whatever, and then you go for the bigger meal toward the end of the day, like a nice dinner, that kind of thing. Um, but in this case, uh, you at least were able to cut out a lot of calories from fat even on a convenience item, right? Yes. So if you if you are eating a convenience diet on the road or traveling for work or, in in our case, uh, promoting Christina's efforts for her her uh, creativity, you'll have a, a means of kind of cutting down the fat calories, the calories in general, and also helping out your protein. And if you are on the road working out, like at hotels, things like that, and using gyms along the way, which you should be. Um, we will. <laughs> yep. That will help you. The protein will help keep you full while the calories are cut. Now... Um, I mentioned it a little bit in the review from the McDonald's trips uh, this week uh, in the, the, the review for YouTube, but it really kind of depends on also what your, your aims are. Now, if you're someone like myself who's working on, you know, building muscle and things like that, if you're, if, and I'm not a bodybuilder, folks, but if you're working on being lean but staying full and having calories to burn, then yeah, you might want to add those extra condiments on a sandwich or a sub or whatever. And by the way... Sub sandwiches probably are notorious for this stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. And we'll talk about the creamy dressings here in a second. That's a good way to put that. So um, let me just wrap up on this point on the whole bodybuilding versus, you know, getting muscular or losing weight or whatever. Um, it all depends on what your 
your uh, your aim is, right? Your, your goal is. So in my case, like with your chicken sandwiches, Christine, I'd probably have mayo on one of them. Yeah. Right? And then eat the other two. So it really depends on do you need calories to burn quickly or do you do you want something that keeps you full and helps keep you kind of leaned up? And the yes. thing is, if you want flavor, add like ketchup, barbecue, mustard, something else besides the creamy dressing. That's a good point. I and mean, that way you still get flavor. Right. And the, actually, if, if you're ordering sub sandwiches, for example, uh, to Christina's point, the creamy dressings like ranch, right? That's going to kill you. Yes. And most of those creamy dressings are mayo-based anyway. They're just thinned mayo with seasonings in it, basically. Um, it's probably better for you to order sandwiches that are on whole wheat bread, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, keeps you full and gives you grains and wheat and things like that. And also go with the, probably the, the, the vinegar-based dressings. Yes. Right, like the, the Italian sandwiches with Italian dressing, that sort of thing, or yeah. vinaigrettes or whatever. I like the Subway, like, their own exclusive sauce. It, it's, it's sweet but spicy, but it's a vinegar-based. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, um, also with salads, if you're trying to eat healthy, remember, remember, folks, as Christina pointed out, those creamy dressings that you drown your salad in in some cases, basically, for most people, at least some, I shouldn't say most, but for some people, basically, salad is a dressing delivery mechanism, mm-hmm. right? So you should probably use things like pine nuts, uh, lemon juice, uh, olive oil in some cases, or, to Christina's point, a vinegar-based dressing. One thing I've done before that's actually very flavorful, um, whenever I make some chicken uh, salads, I take fruit. Like, mandarin oranges go really great with chicken. Hmm. That's actually a really good combination. Mm -hmm. Also, avoid the fried stuff. Yes. Always go grilled if, if you can help it. And Or baked. Yeah, what what brought that up with me is when you said the um, the fruit thing. I was thinking about lemon wedges, like for you know spritzing, like let's say fried fish, like fish and chips. Oh yes, with lemon wedges. So I kind of brought that up as well to always kind of avoid the fried thing. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do the deep fried thing. Like Christina said, do the baked thing, uh, or do the grilled thing. Yeah, right. Um, also, be careful about the toppings on sandwiches, especially if. You're going out to casual chains like Chili's, uh, Fridays, places like that. Onion straws are yes, horrible. or onion rings. You know, yes. some, some of those big fried onion rings they put on top of sandwiches. Ugh. Just and, and with all due respect, I mean, look, folks, I'm not the healthiest eater. I try my best, but sometimes you have a sin. And for me, it is a nice Angus burger, cooked medium, with onions on it, and probably some barbecue sauce or mustard, right, and a little bit of tomato to keep it moist. Okay, but. When, when you have an onion ring or onion straws, or again, back to the onion ring, on top of a sandwich, and you take that first bite. It's something about grease. Yeah. You literally taste the juice from the, the, the burger patty, the, ham, the the ground beef patty. But then you have this greasy, gritty, uh, fried batter on your teeth, and it's just, ugh, no. I, I'm immediately turned off by that. So just watch that as well. Um, same thing with things like uh, blue cheese dressing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you order wings, for example, on the road, right? Um, just just keep in mind, you might be eating celery, but you're going to ruin it by dipping it in all that uh, blue cheese dressing. I mean, look, healthy living is, is a choice. It is a full-time lifestyle choice, and we're just trying to help people uh, be more aware. Um, and I understand also when you go out with, with folks or go out with a group of people, also just be aware of that. Um, Christina, you had mentioned earlier when we were planning for the show that, remember, drinks have calories too? Uh, yeah. Which they do. So those sodas you're drinking... Uh, things like that. Even, like, iced tea will have sugars and that, in it, right? That's Unless why li- it's unsweet tea, but... That's why I like these water spritzers. So, flavor enhancer. Yes. Flavor enhancer. No calories. Right, and if you... And they're small enough where you could probably take one on the road with you, throw it in your bag. Yeah, throw it in the purse, throw it in the backpack. 
Right. Or, you know, a piece of luggage or a carry-on or whatever. And yeah. that way, when you get somewhere, it's sort of a glass of water, spritzing, and you're good. Or a bottle of water. That way you know it's clean. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Versus <laughs> from a tap, right? Yes. Um, so j- just be cognizant of all that stuff. And, and just watch the, the, the convenience foods, too. I mean, I know a lot of people make a Starbucks run when they're on the road or if they're they're working on a convenience schedule or, again, on expenses. I mean... Folks on the road, when you're on expenses, tend to go all out because you're on expenses, right? You want to spend that per diem, man, because that's Mm -hmm. what you get, so you're spending it. Um, And most people do a Starbucks run for that, right? It's like, yeah, well, that large mocha you just ordered or that frappuccino you just ordered or whatever specialty coffee you ordered. calorie coffee. Yeah, with that big dollop of whipped cream on top. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then the chocolate caramel drizzled on top. That's right. You got to have those 400 calories of junk food on top of coffee. Not to mention now... They're actually drizzling the chocolate and caramel inside of the cup. This makes me sick. Just hearing this <laughs> stuff just makes me sick. I mean, the saddest thing is... That's what people want. It's sad. I mean, and I think moving back to the D.C. Metro, and I'm not trying to bash the D.C. Metro, but I see a lot worse eating habits than when I lived in other parts of the United States when I moved away uh, when I was younger. I see, and I hate to say I see the product of it now. I see people that have aged badly mm-hmm. i see people that have gained weight um i have seen people and i know a lot of people are saying well i'm in traffic all day and what do you want me to do plan yeah all you have to do is plan if, man if you know you're going to be in traffic for a while make finger food breakfast items that way you can eat healthier on your way to work so you're not as hungry at work plus i just want to say something that's a little bit more deceptive too is that you know people are eating a lot of fish now Right, as a substitute for red meat, right? So, like, for example, fish tacos, those are just as unhealthy depending on what you put on them. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, well, I need all this stuff to give it flavor. Look, if the stuff you're eating needs more stuff that's fatty to give it flavor, then change your diet. Exactly. You know what I mean? Change your diet. Um, th- there are plenty of ways, like Christina said, to, f- to enhance flavor without creating a mess out of a meal. So, uh, I mean, do do as you wish. I mean... It's all down to you, right? Mm-hmm. Healthy living is your decision, right? So, Christina, for your cons, and we'll go ahead and get into that here and wrap up on the topic, but for your cons, we're taking things like vegetable straws. Yeah. Right? Um, we're also taking bottled water only. Uh, we're also looking for some other uh, items that are going to be a little more healthy. That way you have finger foods. Like, for example, dry cereals. Yeah. Uh, mini wheats. Right. But let's keep let, let's be fair here, though. The mini wheats you're going to be having are probably going to be frosted mini wheats, but... But yes. at least they're wheat, yes. so they they help the dietary tract, so to speak. Yes, right. So, um, dry cereals will help. Yes, right. And I'm not talking about little little mini cookie crisps, although those are really good. Um, like uh, simple uh, low sugar dry cereals. Yes, will help. Um, again, uh, carrot sticks, celery sticks, things like that. And by the way, folks, I know a lot of people, myself included, tend to add peanut butter to things to add fiber and protein. Watch out how much peanut butter you're adding. That oil, the oils in there will kind of hurt you, I think. But they also cause an upset stomach. So, again, it all comes down to just planning things out. And, Christina, your cons and stuff, you're there for 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Right? So it's a long haul. So you got to have something uh, that's available to you without having to go to the concession stand. Exactly. Right? So, all right. Let's go and wrap up on the topic. Anything else you want to add here? Uh, yes. There's two little points that I... Ah, okay. Go ahead. First off. More expensive does not always mean healthier and better for you. That's true. It's organic. That's a nice way of saying twice as expensive. Exactly. Here's the thing. You take that organic chicken breast and you throw a bunch of ranch dressing on top of it, some lettuce, tomato, 
uh, some chimichurri stuff and then roll it into a, a tortilla and deep fry it. There that went. <laughs> Making a chimichanga out of organic chicken. I'm like, yeah, well, that's a problem. So that's true. More expensive doesn't always mean better. And what's your other point? Be careful at buffets. Yes, that's a good point. I remember talking about this also before we recorded here. Um, again, when you're on expenses, bang for the buck, man. Right? So it's like, all right, for twelve ninety five, I can eat a ton. And Christina's right. Uh, those buffets will get you every time because they're temptation. Just because they have a salad bar doesn't mean that everything else is going to be healthy for you. I, I stay away from salad bars at buffets. I'll tell you why. Have, have you been to a salad bar at a buffet? People are disgusting. Well, okay? They are disgusting. I am very smart with what I get. I get ice jam. I get peas, which I know you don't like. Peas? Yes. Did <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at me like, <laughs> but I mix ham and peas together. Ugh, it's like dirt. I don't, I don't, dirt. I don't know how people <laughs> eat peas. I mean, even from my childhood, I do not like peas, folks. Every time I'm around my parents, my, my my dad always when there's peas around, like for example, if we're having Thanksgiving or whatever as a family, okay, my dad always makes peas, right? And he doesn't make them from cans. He actually goes and buys fresh peas in the pods and actually, you know, breaks them up, pods up the peas. Yep. Mm-hmm. And actually makes the peas uh, himself, you know, with a little bit of salt, pepper, things like that. And he uh, basically roasts the peas. They're really good, actually, as roasted peas. Um, and yes, I admit, I have eaten roasted peas and they're good. But every year, he'll always look at my plate as I'm making my plate for Thanksgiving. And he's like, eh, I'm missing some green on that plate. <laughs> eh, broccoli over here. You leave me alone, old man. Right? Um, and by the like- way, by the folks, my dad also just turned 60. Happy birthday. And so... Uh, he's not old. <laughs> he's never too old to basically swap me one. He's always reminded me of that. Okay, and I'll be 40 in the very near future. So, uh, parents have me young. So, but yeah, he always looks at my plate and he's like, yeah, I don't see any green on that plate. I have broccoli. Mind your own business, right? He's like, I think you need some peas on that plate. And he always snacks, he snacks my plate away from me and just puts a little teaspoon of peas <laughs> on my plate. I, I hate it. And like, I'll, I'll eat everything else on my plate, you know, for Thanksgiving, or a large meal, and he'll look and like, eh, I see you have those peas over there still. I, I don't know what it is. Like, eat, like every since my childhood. Now, and look, your your palate changes over time. Mm-hmm. There's things now I'll eat that I didn't eat when I was a kid. Oh man, peas is one of those consistent enemies I have. So, down with peas. And thank you so much for mentioning peas. I really appreciate <laughs> it. But anyway, before we get on to the, the the tail end of the podcast and talk about your cons and stuff like that, let me just give one comment about salad bars. Okay, <laughs> you ever been to a salad bar at a buffet? People are gross. They, 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 it's usually a ladling approach to salad dressing. You see them just cake on that salad dressing. Yeah. They drop the, 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 the scooping ladles and stuff in other things. They, they slop stuff everywhere. There's stains and salad dressing and all kinds of stuff. People put their fingers in things like cherry tomatoes. Ugh. Gross. I mean, it's like, no, no, there's tongs for that, people. Ugh, yeah. Gross. Ugh. And actually, we forgot about this. The DC Universe. Yes. So before we get in, actually, that kind of kind of ties into your cons. Yes. A bunch of nerds and whatnot. So <laughs> nerds. Anyway, um, and by the way, before we get into the DC universe, WrestleMania is coming up, folks. Yes, next weekend. It will be April the seventh. Yes. From MetLife Stadium, and you have a signing on the sixth at Comic Lodge. Yes. In uh, Reston, right? Ashburn. Ashburn, Virginia. Sorry, folks. All right. So the DC universe. We'll get into your cons in just a second. So <clears throat> I'm intrigued by this. I will admit. So, Christina, you found this, is it, a, is it a streaming service? Yes, it is. From DC? Yeah, the DC Comics. Gotcha. So, it's the DC Universe, and you have a free trial right now. Yes. So, we're going to check out some of the 
uh, offerings there, including some animated um, movies we wanted to see. Yes. So, and also I believe there's some digital copies of comic books also available. They're posting them there, yes. It's part of the subscription. (laughs) Nice, and there's also some some actual movies there, too, including, like you said, 1978's original Superman movie. Yes. With Christopher Reeve. Yes. I like Superman, too. You never saw the Superman movies, did you? I probably did as a kid. I, I will be Lord Zod in <laughs> <laughs> Superman 2. Um, and if they have all of them, I'm watching all the Superman movies. They got so, all the Batman movies, for the most part, except for the newer stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. For at least the live action. And did you say that on this day, in 1988, Beetlejuice was released? Yes. Another Michael Keaton classic? Yes. It was also my favorite, Bruce Wayne, and my favorite Batman. Anyway. So check it out, folks. You can get a, a what, a seven-day trial? Yes. Um, also, there is an app available. Christina, you also loaded it onto my iPhone. Yes. So we plan to airplay, if possible, the content to our Apple TV. Yes. So uh, check it out, folks. Um, and plus, it is getting into the season of cons. So check it out. Um, also, Cobra Kai. Yes. Season 2 is debuting on April 24th. Yes. Oh. Two days before <clears throat> Awesome Con. And you'll be there. And they'll be there. Oh, man. Oh, man. But I got two passes. Billy Zafka, Marty Cove, and Ralph Macchio. All three will be there. Man. I want to meet Marty Cove. I do. Excuse me. John Kreese? Hello, Sensei. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Sensei. Anyway, so we're looking forward to that as well. So let's go ahead and get into your con stuff so we can wrap up the episode and talk a while. Yes. So, not to say that your stuff is not important. It's very important. So, last weekend, you had the uh, four-state... Uh, Comic-Con? Yes. So that one went really well for you. Sold some books, sold some art, met some folks, uh, hobnobbed a little bit. We were interviewed for a podcast, and we're working on getting the audio for that to share with everybody as well uh, through all of the social uh, platforms. Um, And uh, you also have some events coming up, including this coming Saturday, April 6th. You will be at Comic Logic in Ashburn, Virginia. Yes. Uh, What are your times for that? That is from noon to three. Okay. Um, and then the next weekend, of course, we are leaving town, folks, hitting the road on April 11th to get ready for the 12th to the 14th of April in Monroeville, Pennsylvania at Still City Con. Yes. That's right. Also, good old JR is going to be there. Yes. That's right. William Shatner. Uh, Walter Koenig is going to yes. be there. Yes. Mark Henry. That's right. Well, strongest man, Mark Henry. So it's going to be a cool event for you, and I, I definitely think, Christina, you're going to do really well at that event. So well, all the best to you for that time, and I'm going to be doing some other things myself. It's supposed to be busier than the December version. Which was really good, and you actually did well at that con as well. Yes. So we're, we're looking for uh, some, some blowouts, folks. Um, and Just then, enough time to order for the next Comic-Con. <laughs> that's right. And then what's coming up after that? On the 20th of April, I have a Barnes & Noble signing in Fairfax, Virginia. Gotcha. And by the way, folks, um, we're going to go through a, a short list through the end of, I believe, May, possibly. Yes. Uh, if you would like to see any additional dates, times, they're all available at ImperialLegends.com. Yes. One small thing before we move on, uh, we roll back a little bit to the Steel City Con for you. Uh, so if we ro- rewind a little bit, you will be at booth P8. Yes. All three days. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. All right, so you basically you're gonna be in the same spot you were in for December. So if you were at that con, I think you were on the same spot. Yes, correct? and the really cool part is with where my table is at, mm-hmm. I have a straight shot view of the panel sessions that go on. That's right. So you have no excuse, folks. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get a little rough with our listeners. Okay, you have no excuse but to buy Christina's stuff. Okay, come by and talk to me. No, 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 don't, no, no, don't, don't be nice to them. I got to rough them up a little bit. So if you're in our listener community, you need to get out there and support Christina. She's the producer of the show. She's my co-host. She is an awesome person in my life and a rock star. Isn't that nice? Thank you. That was nice. You're welcome. And by the way, if you can't get to one of the cons, folks, 
Obviously, the books, including your third book, are available, of course, on Amazon.com. Yes, right? and the fourth one is in the works. Yep. So go out there and check out Christina's books. If you can't make it to a con, not to worry, folks. You can actually pick up the books uh, basically at Barnes & Noble, at Amazon. Uh, we prefer Amazon, though, I hate to say. Quality's better. Quality is much better, and again, it's better for your money's worth, folks, in our opinion, of yes. course. But, but choose the platform that you wish. It's available both in print and, of course, digital copy. You can get it on Amazon Prime. That's right. That's true. Free shipping. That's right. But again, all the details are at imperiallegends.com. Yes. Okay. So, but if you can get to the cons to meet Christina, uh, I'll also be making some cameo appearances with Christina where she allows me to at some of the cons as well coming up. And we're thinking about doing a live Frugal Stumps podcast, I think, or at least some snippets from some of these cons. Yes. So, um, we will be chronicling Christina's journey at Steel City Con in a multi-segment uh, episode the weekend of the 12th through the 14th. So uh, that will probably be added to episode 141 of this podcast. So check it out, folks, wherever you enjoy podcasts. And by the way, we're now on Spotify. Wanted Woo-hoo! to point that out. So we are everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, everywhere. Google Play Podcasts as well. Yes. So Google Podcasts. So, uh, of course, I think it's instead of iTunes, I think it's Apple Podcasts now, I think. Now, yeah. Yeah, so... All right, so back to your cons. It's very important. So you have your signing of Barnes & Noble uh, as well in uh, Fairfax? Yes. Okay. Um, and that's, of course, a, a short three-hour... Yeah, two to five. ...signing. Okay. And then, so that's, I think, does that wrap up April except for Awesome Con? Yeah. All right. The so following awesome, weekend. That's right. You have Awesome Con as well, Washington, D.C. Sting's going to be there. Yes. That's right. So including all the Cobra Kai guys there, are going to be there, too. Two guys from Princess Bride are going to be there. Um, Pink Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson. Believe it or not, I, I'm actually looking at the Cobra Kai long sleeve tee or hoodie. I, I I don't know why. Yeah. I just, I'm not. I'm being drawn into the the geekdom. I, I am. I'm so. winning. No, you're not winning. <laughs> we we are partners. We are partners. Yes. Okay. You don't win, and I don't win. We work together to win together. <laughs> okay. But I'm pulling you into the geek universe. T- t- together, we cannot be stopped. No. That's right. So that's right, folks. You need to get to one of these events, okay? Christina's going to be everywhere. She's making the effort to come to you, so you should come to her. Anyway, okay, i got to calm down. And I'm just trying to think. There's, they've just announced so many guests that I can't even begin. Matt Smith from Doctor Who and The Crown. Prince Philip. Yes. You're drunk. I am. I won't deny it. <laughs> um, he will be there. He's actually almost sold out. Wow. Really? For his appearances? Yes, at Awesome Con. Wow. Um... What I'd like to see is the gentleman who played John Smith in Man in the High Castle. That would be cool. Rufus. 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 I don't know his last name. I'm sorry, folks. Um, At least off the top of my head. But he's a pretty cool guy. A British guy. Yes. Uh, But I would like to see his his, his character portrayed in the last season of Man in the High Castle. I would like to see him. Uh, John Smith, that is, as well, yeah. Rufus uh, X, I'll say, Yeah, at, uh, at uh, one of these cons. I think it'd be kind of cool. Yes, and he's also in Victoria on the, the BBC or PBS uh, special. Yes. For the Victoria series. Yes. So anyway, folks, so that wraps up April. Yes. So you, you have two really big cons coming up. Yes. And uh, a set of signings. So you're busy. Like I said, you are like an independent wrestler, man. You're booking yourself in the territory. Booking the territory, baby. Booking yes. the territory. And then I have two smaller ones after that. Appearances? In May. Yes. Jeez. You're busy. Yeah. Because uh, May 4th, I'll be at the Hayfield Secondary School at the Hayfield Comic Con. May 4th be with you. Yes. It's also free comic book day. Nice. And by the way, just to bring this up, on the May 4th event, 
all proceeds, I believe, support the school. Yeah, like all the table costs and all that go straight to the school for equipment and stuff like that. And I could not pass that up. Right. And then you have one other event, I think, in May. Yes, McKay's Bookstore in Manassas, Virginia. And you just signed up for an event on June 29th, I believe, in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. Yes. And then I have Sci-Fi Valley Con, which, by the way, backtrack again. Awesome Con. Yeah. Awesome Con, booth F10. I'm close to the aisle. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, beside the booth, beside the aisle. Beside the booth, beside the aisle. Woohoo! So, all right, folks, let's go ahead and just wrap on Christina's appearances. So, the major con appearances that you want to be people aware of are going to be in April at this point. We'll yes. deal with the other cons as they come. So, you will be at booth P8 at Steel City Con. Correct. And F10 at Awesome Con. Yes. Okay. And if we want to put the toe into June, I have June 7th, 8th, and 9th, Sci-Fi Valley Con. Put the toe, I think, dip the toe, right? Yes. Dip the toe into June. So you got, and then you, like I said, you just signed, you were just basically confirmed for another appearance on June 29th in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Whew, got a lot of stuff coming up. But you're, you're going to be a busy lady. Yes. So definitely working very hard and pursuing your dream. So our, this podcast was something I wanted to do, and now it's only fair that Christina gets to have fun and enjoy something she wants to do. It's bringing money in. That's all I care. That's right. Dalla, dalla, dalla. Yes. Kind of like holla, holla. Dalla, dalla. Yes. So, all right, folks. I'm going to wrap the episode. Yes. All right, folks, this has been episode 140 of the Frugal Sounds podcast. Hope everybody enjoyed it. As I said, stay tuned for some audio, entertainment, and information as we bring you a couple of reviews as well. Again, check out the YouTube channel for all the latest uh, video reviews. Again, you can find that at videos.frugalsnobs.com or go directly to YouTube and search for the Frugal Snobs. You'll find us. Also, uh, please do check out the podcast wherever you enjoy podcasts. Uh, one small point as well. Uh, you can actually talk to your digital assistant or your home assistant in this case. If you have an Alexa or Google Home assistant, all you have to do is just say the assistant's name to activate, followed by play the Frugal Snobs podcast. And more than likely, if you have an Alexa assistant, it will play the latest episode from TuneIn. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that helps us out as well. And again, we're available wherever you enjoy podcasts, Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Google Play Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify. We are everywhere, taking over the universe. So uh, check us out also on social media, facebook.com slash frugalsnobs, and of course on Twitter, frugalsnobs. So, all right, let's go ahead and wrap up the episode. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Be well, never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other, and stay tuned for the reviews, folks. Hey, everybody, Justin from frugalsnobs.com. What's up, YouTube? Brought Christina. Let me say hello. Hello. Brought everybody a review once again. Folks dig these on the channel, so please subscribe while you're here. It helps us out as always. And also check out the Frugal Snobs podcast. Everything you need to know is at frugalsnobs.com. So, for this particular review, it is for the Folgers 1850 uh, offerings of coffee. Now, this is a line of coffees from Folgers, which I believe was supposed to uh, harken back to. Uh, the Folgers' beginnings, and also offer an upscale experience in terms of their coffee. Most companies do this, folks. They offer a, a an exclusive line of product, but essentially, it, it tends to either be over or underwhelming, depending on what your opinion is. So, for the Folgers 1850, I believe, Christina, this is for the black gold yes. offering. And by the way, folks, as soon as I heard this, and Christina can attest to it, I thought of the theme song from the Beverly Hillbillies. He did. Black gold, Texas tea. <laughs> anyway, uh, so much so that it was getting stuck in my head a bit. So, back to the review here. 
Uh, Christina, supposedly this offering, uh, in terms of the course of the grind of the beans, was very fine. Yes. Right? 12-ounce bag is what we purchased on clearance, by the way. Yes. Folks. We never pay retail for anything. Uh, and this is for the black gold offering from the Folgers 1850 line. Again, supposedly fire-roasted uh, steel-cut beans. Yeah, okay, great. Marketing uh, ploy. Yeah, it's all... It's, I mean, to me, folks, it was a marketing thing. So I'm going to go ahead and just go through kind of my impressions on the, the, the brewing and also the taste. So the brew itself of this very fine Arabica bean coffee um, caused some issues with our brew and save with our Keurig machine. Uh, it took a little while to get the pot to brew. Uh, so just beware of that if you are using a brew and save or other device with a Keurig uh, coffee machine for a pot. Um, in terms of brewing a pot of the coffee, it is very finely ground. Yes. That's a fair statement. Um, I would say from the general taste of the coffee, as I was telling Christina earlier, um, it's not something I would suggest as a wake-up coffee. It doesn't have a bitterness to it. Um to me, it had a very mild taste to it, so it's it's more of one of the comfort coffees, I would say. Like something, a mid-afternoon coffee. Right. Something you would have maybe with a dessert, or even before bed, even. Um, you just don't get the bitterness and the strength, at least in my opinion, that you would get out of a wake-up cup of coffee. So, um, again, enjoy at your leisure, folks. It is the Folgers 1850 line of coffees. Um, again, we picked it up on clearance, so I, I don't think it was selling too terribly well in, the, in our area, at least at our local grocery store. Um, but check it out. I think it retails for somewhere between six and probably seven dollars and fifty cents U.S. per twelve ounce bag. So it's a little pricey. Yeah, typically at the grocery store. And I just found this on the side of the bag. That's actually a very good history on the coffee. In 1850, the founder of Folgers, James A. Folger, began blazing a trail during the California Gold Rush in San Francisco. Hence, 1850. Exactly. Right. And it says, forged by time, toil, and relentless commitment to quality, his coffee set a bold new standard that fueled the spirit of his era. I see. So all I can say is the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, right? I mean, so I'm not a huge fan of Folgers coffees to begin with, folks. But as I said, this is a decent offering. And, and like we were talking about with Christina and I, you know, we picked this up on clearance. It will probably retail in your area between $6 U.S. and $7.50 U.S. So if you are in Canada, again, adjust appropriately. Um, interesting offering, but again, probably like Christina said, it's a mid-afternoon to dessert to evening coffee. So this is the Folgers 1850 Black Gold Review. Hope everybody enjoyed it. As I said before, please subscribe while you're here. It helps us out. And check out the Frugal Stumps podcast, everything you're going to need to know. Uh, in terms of enjoying the podcast, where you can get it, including all major networks, is available at frugalsnobs.com. All right, folks, wrap this up. Hope everybody enjoyed the review. Be well, never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other. Hey, everybody, Justin from frugalsnobs.com. What's up, YouTube? I brought Christine with me. Say hello. Hello. So this week, folks, and by the way, we are just shy of April 1st, 2019, uh, so we're at the end of March 2019. So this week, we decided, Christine and I decided, to uh, make a trip and pay a visit to our local McDonald's location. So we're not advocates of fast food as a consumption method all the time, but Christina, you had some free sandwich coupons we had to get rid of that were only available for a limited time. And so, only at one location. Yes. So we had to go to this location. Uh, sometime before March 31st, to use these coupons. So we did consume Mickey D's this week. But 
um, that gave me an opportunity to provide everybody with a review uh, for one of the offerings from the Classics with Bacon menu from McDonald's. Now, initially, I actually was intending to uh, review the Big Mac, the classic Big Mac sandwich with bacon. Um, however, uh, unbeknownst to us, we were actually given, as part of the order, a quarter pounder with cheese with bacon. That's not a big deal, folks, and here's why. Through our research, which we'll talk about a little bit more in terms of things we've discovered, which is really the value from this review, so stick around for the next couple minutes, I promise. It'll get more entertaining <laughs> uh, and more informative. So what we found out uh, through our research is that the Big Mac traditionally only has 26 grams of protein. The Quarter Pounder with cheese, though, has 29 grams, unless you add the bacon. The bacon gives this sandwich, I believe, 39 yes. grams of protein. So it was kind of a pleasant mistake. Uh, not a big deal. Um, again, it tastes like a quarter pounder with cheese with bacon, folks. If you ever had a bacon cheeseburger, that's what it tastes like. <laughs> hate to say it. But isn't everything better with bacon? Whatever. You tell people that have had heart attacks and are on Lipitor right now that everything's <laughs> better with bacon, okay? You can tell about that. Anyway, um, Christina, you actually had your classic McChickens yes. as part of uh, the consumption this week. So let's go ahead and just jump into the um, the, the facts that we... Uh, Uncovered. Yes. So, Christina, we always look to eat healthy, even with fast food, right? So the bacon situation, that's a, um, that's not a typical thing that we go for. Mm -hmm. So I did enjoy this offering with the on the Classics with Bacon menu. So check out the Classics with Bacon menu at McDonald's if you decide to do so. Anyway, it tasted like a bacon cheeseburger. But as part of our research, after ordering this sandwich, uh, Christina, you had been ordering your... Um, classic McChickens since I've known you without yeah. mayonnaise, yes. right? Without never, lettuce never mayonnaise. Never do mayonnaise. Right? So, but here's what we found out. Taking out the mayonnaise also takes out, what, 150 calories? Per sandwich, yes. <sighs> and you get more protein out of three McChicken sandwiches than you do out of a 20-piece McNugget box. Yeah, so if you do four sandwiches, mm -hmm. you get approximately 58 Grams of protein? Yes, which is the equivalent in price to a 20-piece chicken nugget. Right, but for three sandwiches, yes. you get, you actually get, I believe, around 45, Two. 42 yes. grams of protein. And, of course, the 20-piece McNugget box, you would get slightly more on the protein, I guess I should say. But you save on calories. But you save on a ton of calories. So... You're sacrificing only a few grams of protein. I think it's 45 grams or so yeah. for the 20-piece McNugget box. Yes. So you're actually you're, you're giving up three grams of protein, but also saving a ton on calories. Exactly. And the higher protein is better for whenever you want to lose weight. And work out. Exactly. Right? So you have to about have that. If, if, if you're looking to lose weight, to Christina's point, higher protein, lower calories better. Yes. Keeps you full. Right? Yes. If you're looking to gain weight through working out, bodybuilding, things like that, you need to strike that balance between calories and protein, right? So um, anyway, folks, we'll wrap up this review. So we have more facts coming on episode 140 of the Frugal Snaps podcast. Um, we also are adding this uh, particular review as an audio addition to that episode. So if you listen to the episode, thank you. If you have not, check it out. Like I said, everything is at frugalsnobs.com. Until we speak again, folks, make sure you subscribe here to the channel. Uh, be well, never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.